right, welcome back to J. Tom Lawler Rink. Our score here at the end of two periods is Army 2, Merrimack 1. And joining us here in the second intermission from the uh, the uh, football team at Merrimack is uh, Steve Ferguson. Talk about your game today, Steve. It was a great team win for us. Anytime we face Bentley, especially on homecoming, it's a huge win. And uh, for us to go out there and play the way we did, fight through adversity, things didn't go our way to the start. We got in a 13-0 hole early in the first quarter. And um, our team really, really showed some resolve and uh, fought through adversity. We come back and get that big win for us. Homecoming, big crowd. Did that give you guys the lift you needed? Absolutely. Uh, from where this program has come since my freshman year to now being my fifth year is unbelievable. I couldn't find an empty, empty seat in the house. There was people lined all around the fence. The atmosphere was unbelievable. And we knew coming out of halftime that we really had to go out and win this one for the fans that came out today for us. So you guys have had, uh, I mean, you guys have had some pretty crazy games uh, throughout the year, right? I mean, uh, uh, putting up some numbers that I think uh, kind of look like, well, Chip Kelly-like, I guess, right? I mean, that's what he's getting compared to a lot of times. But, uh, well, I mean, what's it like playing for, for, for a team that's been like that? And obviously, uh, you know, uh, your, your coach having left to go to Delaware after last year, but now, you know, continuing the same kind of kind of play that you guys have had. I mean, it's, it's pretty much run and gun all the time, it seems, and uh, it's going to make things a lot of fun out there. Yes, absolutely. Coach Perry was a great X and O's guy. He was an unbelievable offensive coordinator. But there was really no let off when Coach Curran took over the reins as head coach. And you know what? We do have that run and gun offense where we do put a lot of points up. And in the defense's credit, we don't necessarily put them in the best situations all the time because we are so fast-paced and we don't control the clock as much as a lot of other teams do. But those guys do a great job on the other side of the ball. And especially today, like a lot of games that we've come out on top this year, it was a great team win. You guys go no huddle a lot? Oh, yes, absolutely. That's something we practice every single day. We have a team period called Fuji in the beginning of practice. It's no huddle. We have to drive. We get 10 plays every, every 10 yards down the whole field in under two minutes. And it's something that we like to play. Teams will burn timeouts early in the second half, early in the game. Once we get that fast pace going, that really gives us the upper hand. So, I mean, it's kind of like watching that both, you know, in the, in the pros and with you guys, it seems to me it's like war of attrition, right? I mean, you know, it may not pay off early in the game, but it, it may pay off later in the game when, when you've worn the defense down. Yes, absolutely. Um, wearing them down, there's two ways to wear the defense down. You could either pound the ball, run, run, run for short yards and then end up breaking it out at the end of the game when they're tired. Or you can just throw the ball over them and have them tired that way. And that's something, like I said, that we really practice. Um, we throw the ball a ton, and we get up to the line. Our offense is extremely conditioned well, and that's something we worked on starting early in the summer. How does this compare, you know, this style of play and so on, how does it compare to what you came from? I mean, how familiar were you with, with playing this way, or was it a big change for you? Well, actually, my first year of football was sophomore year of high school, and we ran the same shotgun spread, maybe not at the pace that we run here, um, but we threw the ball a ton, and that was that was sophomore and junior year. And then my senior year, uh, they switched me to quarterback, and I ran triple option. So that was a complete 180 for me. Um, and coming back to Merrimack and running the shotgun spread was something that I was, I was accustomed to. What's it like playing with Joe Clancy? Uh, tell us about it. We had him on once last year, but... Uh, you know, I know there was a question at that time whether he was going to come back, and he did come back, and, and obviously he's having another great year. I mean, the numbers that this guy's putting up, it seems like it's going to be, going to be hard for anybody to, to break them someday. Joe's a phenomenal player and uh, even better captain. He leads the team great. 
it's never it's never about himself, no matter the numbers that he puts up, and that's something that makes it easier to play with him. Because a lot of times, a players like that will make it all about themselves, and that never happens with Joe. Joe works hard in the film room, at practice, off the field, everywhere that you want your leader to work hard, he does, and it really pays off with his numbers. I mean. Coach Kern set up a great offense, but you need a great quarterback to execute that offense, and that's exactly what Joe Kansas is. Is Joe calling the game, or are the, where are the calls coming from? They mainly come from Coach Kern, but along with myself and Joe Clancy, we have a lot of input on what we see out there, being fifth-year seniors and being that we know the offense like the back of our hand. We tell Coach what we see, and we have suggestions for him. We don't want to take away coaching from the coach because that's what he does. He's there to coach, and we're there to play. And with that being said, he does listen to us extremely well, and we have a great chemistry between us three to get the plays in that we need. And as you can tell in our offense, everything works out the way we want. What, what's halftime like in terms of you know what, what you talked about the input that you guys have and so on, but uh, you know you come in and, and, and looking to make adjustments and things like that. I mean, what, what kinds of things are you guys looking at, talking about, and so on? If you ask any defensive coordinator in our league, they can't stop us. They could just try to slow us down. And as we saw today in Bentley, we got some really strange looks from them defensively, looks that we haven't got all year. And we, we had to make our adjustments. Like I said, we got in that 13 nothing hold. They did a good job in the beginning. But the way our offense is run, it's only a matter of time before we find that little niche, that little – there's no perfect defense. Until we find that little gap, we'll expose you. And we did that today. And that's, that's just how smart Joe Clinton Coach Curran, and everyone on our team for that matter is. Well, 40-34 to 34 win today over Bentley. You had nine catches for 80 yards, a homecoming, 3,000 fans. So now you guys improved to 5-3. and three. You're 4-3 and three in the league. And uh, so let's, how many games? What, one game left, two games left? We have two regular season games left and then a consolation game at the end of the year. Right. So that's, uh, let's see, it looks like they would... Uh, You'd end up hosting the, uh, what is it, you'd, you'd be the fifth seed right now and host the eighth seed, I guess. How does that work out? I mean, because I know they have the, the, the championship game, as it were, but how, how does it work out where you guys would still play? Well, the one in, the, the first and second seed team play each other for the NE10 championship game. There will be a regular season champion and then the NE10 champion, which is decided in the one and two. Then three and four play together, and then five and eight, like you said. So hopefully we can advance our position out of fifth. Um, we've had some unlucky breaks this year, but that's the way life is, and that's what Coach Kern really preaches because a lot of us are only going to be here playing football for four years. Then it's time to find a real job and, and support a real life. And a lot of things in life aren't fair, and that's something he gets us ready for. Maybe the refs make a bad call. Maybe something doesn't go your way, but that's all in the past. There's nothing you can do about what happens in the past. There's only things that you can do about what happens in the future, and that's something that our team's really bought into, and that's really going to help us even outside of football going forward. Well, certainly, uh, you know, well-spoken with a good attitude there, but uh, well, what are you majoring in, and what would you like to do after college? I'm a sports medicine major. I'm going to graduate with a sports medicine degree, uh, concentration in strength conditioning, but 
my passion's in football, and I really like to get into coaching. Coach Kern has showed me so many things and taught me so many things in his short time being a head coach, and that's something I really get, like to get into. Him coming from UNH and a great background, he's got a great relationship with Chip Kelly. I've interned at the University of Rutgers before, at Rutgers University, and um, so right now that connection's at Tampa Bay, although I don't know how long that's going to last down there. But I'd like to get into coaching, and it's, it's, I'm going to have to work my way up the ladder, which I understand, but I'd rather do something I love than chase money. Well, Shane, well said there. I agree with you. Uh, uh, we wish you guys the best of luck the rest of the way. Congratulations on a big win today, and good luck. Thank you very much, Rev. Shane Ferguson been our guest here in the second intermission. Merrimack Hockey trailing Army 2-1. to one. Back after this, you're listening to live coverage of Merrimack Hockey.